Hi, everyone. This is Eric Martin from the band Mr. Big, the handsome one that stands right in the middle. That's me. And you're listening to Music Mania Podcast. Thank you so much, man. I, I love talking about the things that I love, Clint. And for you to allow me to do it with you, uh, I am the Music Mania Podcaster. You are the best. You got the best. We roll tonight to the guitar fight. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You ready for some screaming heavy metal? Scream for me, Brazil! Scream for me, Brazil! We rock! You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast. Brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. What's up? It is great to be back here on the Music Mania podcast after taking a week off. It was great to hit the road and head down to Florida for the week, which is why last week you guys got a best of podcast, which featured some of my favorite interviews with guys like Ted Nugent. Jeff Pilson, which was my first ever in-person interview back in 2013, and uh, J.J. French, I think, came out of that. You also heard Joe Elliott from Def Leppard. Some of my favorite interviews from uh, the last seven or eight years or so, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that best of episode, but we are back. The interviews are going to continue to roll in. I've got some great ones on the docket, and today, my good friend, Bill Leverty, guitarist from the band Firehouse, is going to be joining us to talk about his latest solo album, which is called Divided We Fall. It is tremendous. Go over to his website right now, Leverty.com, and you can check it out. You can donate as little as a dollar to hear the songs, or you can buy the whole album. And I would employ that you do that because Bill is a very underrated songwriter and uh, really an underrated singer. I think he does a tremendous job producing this thing. So Divided We Fall, and uh, we're going to talk to him about kind of what it's about, what the title, where it came from. Is it pretty obvious that it sort of comes from where we are in, in America right now and in the world? Uh, with this COVID world and, and all the things that we've been dealing with in the country. So can't wait to talk to Bill. It's been a few years since we had him on. In fact, I believe the last time we talked with Bill, it was right before I saw Firehouse and Dawkin and Warrant and Brett Michaels and Council Bluffs, Iowa. Yeah, what a tremendous show that was. I think Lita Ford as well. Yeah, Lita Ford was on that show. That was a couple years ago. It's amazing how fast time flies, but it's been that long since we had Bill on. We're going to talk to him about Firehouse, what their future plans are. They have a show planned currently for September 26th in Wyoming. Is that still on? Is that still happening? We're going to get his thoughts on the idea of uh, touring. Should it be happening? Should bands be playing shows even in this crazy world? And what's next? What's the future hold for a band like Firehouse that is always busy, that does weekend dates throughout the year. And the idea that Firehouse, their debut self-titled album, literally as of yesterday, is 30 years old. That's unbelievable. It came out um, August 20th, 1990 in Japan, uh, a couple weeks later in America. But of course, they've always been huge in Asia. But uh, that album, I to me, it is still heavily underrated in the hard rock realm, not just in the hair metal realm, but think about this. In 1992, Firehouse won the American Music Award for Favorite Hard Rock New Artist. Yeah, they were chosen over bands like Nirvana and Alice in Chains. And that happened because of this debut album of theirs called Firehouse. It's tremendous. Think of the songs on that album. Rock on the Radio, All She Wrote was a huge hit. Shake and Tumble, Don't Treat Me Bad, Ought to Be a Law. I've always been really partial to Don't Walk Away. And the smash hit, Love of a Lifetime, 
We're going to talk to Bill. We're going to take you back into a little time machine and go back to the recording of that album and uh, the feelings that the band felt whenever they won that American Music Award in 1992, whenever the tides were clearly shifting towards bands like Nirvana and uh, Alice in Chains. But Firehouse, kind of the last remaining embers of the uh, flame from the 80s hair metal era. So they're still around. They're still playing shows. They're still on top of their game. CJ Snare is a tremendous singer. And Bill, like I said, good friend, great guitarist, and can't wait to follow up with him here. We've got a lot of big shows coming up. We thank you for staying with us all summer long here as we start to inch our way towards fall, maybe a football season. We'll see where we go with that. If you are a football fan, if you're a sports fan, check me out on the sports side of things. I have a uh, sports website and podcast called Great American Sports Network. That is G-A-S-N-Sports.com. And uh, the sports podcast I do is with my co-host Noah Groniger. It is called The Elite. So check that out as well. But while you're there, hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify for us here on the Music Media Podcast. And we have some big things coming up for you guys. Appreciate you listening as always. Well, you guys already know that I'm pretty much listening to podcasts or music constantly, which means I have to have a good pair of earbuds. So whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your roommate, neighbor, significant other, or children are listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you drop hundreds of dollars on a pair, check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market and that they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. The newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best one yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging podcasts. They have been an absolute game changer for me, especially in the gym. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video calls. The company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, J.R. Smith, Mike Tyson, and Rich the Kid are obsessed with Raycon. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order now at buyraycon.com slash musicmania. That's buyraycon.com slash musicmania for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash musicmania. Well, I'm doing wonderful, uh, you know, as, I guess as wonderful as you can be in 2020. Let's put it that way. You right. know, hey, it started off good. We're in Kansas City, Bill. The Chiefs win Super Bowl 54, first one in 50 years. And then things kind of slowly decline from there. But I guess that's the price you pay for a Lombardi trophy. <laughs> well, congratulations <laughs> on that, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, it was. Uh, but we're, we're slowly trying to trying to get things uh, get things back to rolling. And, uh, you know, we got so much to cover here. And you've been busy yourself. But I looked up here, man. Firehouse has a date coming up here in September. September 26th, right in we Wyoming. We got our fingers, fingers tightly crossed that that'll that'll, that'll hold, you know, our last gig was in March and, wow. um, we, we thought this was going to be a couple of weeks, maybe, you know, shut down. And so we were looking at the April calendar. Okay. We got gigs in April, so we're okay. And then those went away and then we looked at May and then those fell through and then June and then July. And then those are all getting pushed to 2021. So yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that one. And, um, you know, we're, we're just, um, 
<laughs> we know our 2021 calendar looks pretty good right now. It, it, it does. I was just checking that out. You guys are, um, you know, we're in Kansas City. You guys are going to, uh, you know, have a date here in Kansas on, on July 3rd. But I mean, you, what do you, because there's been some shows that have occurred. I mean, Dawkins, I think Dawkins played a show down in down in Virginia, actually, just uh, like a month or so ago. There's, uh, you know, Sturgis just took place. Some concert, Jackal, I think, played. Fozzie, some bands played. I mean, what are your thoughts on kind of some of the one-off gigs that have been happening? Is that, are you cool with that? Is that something, I mean, obviously. I am, I'm very cool with that. I, yeah. I believe, you know, we, we had a gig that was, we were supposed to do this past weekend where it was going to be outdoors. Everybody was going to be socially distanced. They were going to pass out masks at the door in case somebody showed up without a mask. And um, the city council, not the governor, but the city council called the venue and said, uh, if you do the, the, the gig, then we're going to fine you $25,000. We're going to uh, take away your liquor license and we're going to take away your food license. So the venue owner was forced to have to cancel the show, which, you know, it's just... Everybody's erring on the side of caution, but so far on the side of caution that, uh, you know, I think it might be a little bit overkill. If you're doing the things that, that they say that you got to do to be safe, then, you know, then you should be able to rock and roll. And I, I so agree. And I hate to, you know, I don't like to just, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a, I have a sports show. I'm, I'm a music guy. I love what you guys do. I'm a, I'm a fan of bands like Firehouse. I'm a fan of your new solo album. We're going to get into that. And I hate to even cross politic, cross pollinate with politics, man. But you know, when you when you hear things like this, the story you just told me, it just it, it's that 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 is such an oppressive thing to have happen. And when you guys talked about how you had shows, okay, in March, that maybe it'll just be a couple of weeks. And now we're talking about people making statements like, "Well, concerts may just never be able to return again." I mean, I mean, you guys are you're a musician, Bill. This is yeah. a, that that that's got to be when you hear stuff like that. That's got to be borderline lunacy. Well, it makes me just say that I disagree with that statement that concerts will never happen yeah. again. Um, it makes me remi remind me uh, that this whole idea was to flatten the curve so we wouldn't overwhelm the hospitals. And um, in my estimation, we have flattened the curve and that the hospitals are not overwhelmed. And, and then they, they talk about a second wave. So, okay, I mean, I, I want to see the, the science on that. Um, so I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm an optimist and I'm sitting here thinking, Hey, they're going to come up with therapeutics and a vaccine and some evidence that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're good to go and it's going to happen soon. So that's what I'm hoping for. I love it. I love the optimism. We definitely, uh, you know, know it at some point we will get back on the road, uh, the, the correct road, hopefully. So, but I got to ask you because, you know, so many artists that we've talked to kind of during this time, uh, it's kind of been a, a similar theme, which is this is horrible. Losing out on touring has really been, you know, devastating in a lot of ways. But for artists like you being able to release a project for you, it's the album Divided We Fall, which is available on your website, Leverty.com. How important has this extra time been as far as getting this out or the, the timing? Did you already kind of have the, the finishing touches already put? What, what was kind of the timing uh, of this for you? I, I have to say I got lucky because I started working on this album six years ago. And as I finished a song, I would release a song. So the first song was released about six years ago. Um, and then the most recent song, the 10th song, which was the last song on the album, 
which was the title of the song is Divided We Fall. And I thought, well, that's a good title for the album, especially today. Um, I, I finished that very recently. So um, in, in the course of six years, putting out one song at a time and then finally getting 10 songs where I could press them up and put them on a CD. That all happened right at the time where you know, I wasn't able to go out to work. So it, it has been a saving grace for me because the fans have, have really helped to step up and support me with, uh, you know, buying the album from my website and buying a T-shirt and stuff like that. So it really has, has made a difference for me. Well, it's it's tremendous, and I love the way that you've done this. Because I remember now that you mentioned the way that this has kind of gone, I remember I think maybe the last time we had you on was about two or two or three years ago, and you had, you know, released a couple of songs at that point. And so I'm just yeah, knowing that that kind of has all led to this is really cool. And uh, you can go to the website right now, and if you want it to just get, pick up <clears throat> one of the songs or a couple of the songs or the whole album, it's all there. And I, I think it's a really cool way to. Re- have fans, you know, have access to you and have access to this music. I think this is a tremendous way to do it, and it feels really interactive. And I, I mean, the, what's the reception been like so far? Because the songs are incredible. I think the production's great. How have you managed to pull off such great production? I mean, wh- wh- who's who's all kind of responsible for this, or is this mostly mostly you doing all this? Well, well, well thank you. I have um, Michael Foster playing drums um, on seven of the songs. Uh, a drummer that I've known for since I was a kid here in Richmond named Andre LaBelle is also playing on the other three and uh, Keith Horn who uh, played bass for Peter Frampton for years. And he played in heart for a while and he moved to Nashville and got a gig with Waylon Jennings and Trisha Yearwood. And then his last gig was with Luke Bryan. Then he got off the road and came back to Richmond and he recorded um, a, a lot of the songs on this album as well. So I've got some really great players. I, um, I did the other stuff, the other instruments and the vocals, and I did the the production sure. and, and the the mixing and so forth. But uh, yeah, I have to I have to say that those guys really really lifted the the quality of the songs by bringing in their their artistry to it. Just just magnificent performances by those guys. Well, you've been really prolific in releasing solo material since 2004, which was your first foray, uh, Wonderlust. Um, th- the last 16 years, how important has it been for you to kind of be able to, to, to flex this creative muscle kind of in, in this sense? How, how important has that been for you? Well, it's been wonderful. Um, I've, you know, the, the first thing in my life in priorities is my family. The second thing is firehouse. And then when there's free time, I come down to my, to my studio and I practice and, um, I, I have to practice a lot to keep uh, at a at a level of proficiency, so that when I go out and play a firehouse gig, I don't embarrass myself and the other guys. So I practice a lot, and then in the practicing part of of what I do in my life, uh, ideas pop out. And um, if an idea is good enough for me to feel that I'm going to take the time, and it takes a lot of time to finish a song, but if a, an idea comes out that where I go, okay, I'm going to see this idea through to completion, then I will. And um, I'll, I'll put it out as a song. And, and the great thing about doing it one song at a time is that you know, I'm a little bit ADHD, so I don't have to wait with all the anxiety of wanting to release the song. I can just release it right away. You can get it on my website. You can get it on iTunes and all the other places. 
I wish, you know, I prefer everybody gets it from my website because I don't have to give <laughs> a- Apple the 40%. Exactly. But um, it, it's a great way to put this, a song out and then people can hear a side of me that they might not know about me as an artist in that, um, you know, I, I do other things. And um, some of the stuff is similar to what I do in Firehouse and some of the stuff is very different. And uh, so I met a lot of new people by doing it. And, um, and it's, it's been a, it's been a really good, really good exercise for my brain to, to keep my, my creative muscles, you know, in shape. Exactly. And I always felt like that um, maybe Firehouse in general, but you as a guitarist doesn't get the due that you deserve as a, as a tremendous songwriter writing some of the, you know, some of the biggest hits of your guys's career. And now maybe with, with this p- people being kind of able to explore and see you more um, in that vein as a, as a top notch guitarist and as a, as a songwriter and as a, and even as a singer, I think that's tremendous. Um, the, the title bill divided, we fall just kind of um, happenstance or uh kind of given the, the parlance of our times, is that something that just kind of came about uh, here recently uh, uh, around the time of the release? Well, it took me a long time to get that title. I had the, the melody for the song and I had the, the, the chords behind the melody. I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to sing about. And the chords that happened right after the chorus also set a mood so the lyric in that, the, the punchline in that chorus, which was the title, Divided We Fall, had to work phonetically uh, while I sang the chorus, but also with the music that happened after it, So, which is kind of dark. So um, I struggled for a long time with it. And then um, I just thought, you know, the, the United We Stand, Divided We Fall cliche, I, I thought I should twist that in some way. And to, to United, we all stand tall, but divided, we fall. And um, that all kind of happened right around the time that, that we came off the road uh, in March. And um, it was before all the violent protesting that, that's occurred, um, which I think, you know, just <laughs> kind of adds more significance to the title. But um, it, it really wasn't so much about that as it just was that uh, uh, from a humanitarian standpoint, it, uh, that if we can all work together and come together as a family, as a community, as a country, as a world, then we can do so much. But if we don't, then we will fall. So that's what it was. That is so well said, and I completely agree. That's kind of what I get, got from the song, and and it, and it's so you know eloquently stated. And here we are. This is kind of the times that uh, that we're in, and I love the attitude of that. Um, I got to ask you about Firehouse because you know it's it's just so unbelievable. Because uh, I think the last time we had John, you guys were uh, doing a bunch of shows. We'd saw you up in Iowa doing a sh- uh, this huge show with Brett Michaels and Dawkins and Warren, and how you guys. I've always just sort of been this band, the the band that, that could. I don't want to say the little band that could because you guys have some <laughs> tremendous accolades, right? But here you guys are. Could you ever have envisioned back in 30 years ago, the, the, the debut album came out 30 years ago, right? So 30 years later that there's still this demand for this band and these songs and that you guys can still go out and you can still command an audience and that the songs still resonate with people. I mean, that's got to be an unbelievable feeling. 
it really is. And we, we always hoped that we could, but we didn't know that we could. And it really is all because of the fans. The fans still come and they still care about our music and, and it still moves them emotionally. Uh, you know, we'll we'll keep showing up even if they don't, but it makes it a lot harder for us to show up <laughs> in faraway places uh, if the fans don't buy a ticket. So the fact that they do and that, that we can still go out and, and and do this is just just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And 30 years ago, I didn't I, I couldn't imagine uh, meeting the people that I've gotten to meet and, and getting to play on stage with some of the people that we've gotten to share the stage with and um, being able to perform in front of the audiences that we've played. It, it's just, just been a, a miracle, honestly. Well, kind of crazy enough as I'm just looking around here, we're, we're two days away from the, the 30th anniversary of the release, August 20th, 1990. It's August 18th. So happy 30, 30th anniversary to, well, to Firehouse. So much. That's, that's yeah, insane. That, that's, that that is uh, we're excited about that. The 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 we uh, the first record came out in Japan in August, and then it came out in uh, yes in the states September. September. So you are right. That is that is correct. That back then the you know Sony we were on Sony Epic Records was a Sony label, and the Japanese wanted that that album out a month in advance because they would get killed with imports otherwise. So that was the way that they did it back then. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a great run so far, and we just want to go for another 30 years. I, I'm all for it. I mean, what, what's it like when these anniversaries start popping up? Because it's one, you guys are kind of on, on the young side. You guys are the younger guys of the, of the kind of the lexicon of that era. Uh, we, we see Kiss, the anniversary of, of Alive, the 40th anniversary. I mean, that, that stuff comes and goes. Those you know, bands from the 70s started celebrating 40th anniversaries here 10 years ago, right? Which is insane. But for you guys, kind of on the younger end, you come in at the late 80s, early 90s. Now you start seeing 30-year inter. I mean, is it hard to compartmentalize kind of that that time that it's gone by? Is it just kind of crazy to, to look back on, on those 30 years? Well, 30 years sounds like a long time, but it seems like just yesterday Yeah, when we played you know the gig where the a and r guy came to that little club in charlotte and looked at us and said i think you guys are ready for a record deal um that seemed like it was just yesterday i can still picture him right there saying that and saying that he was going to set the land speed record to getting assigned and through the process and in the studio and then we finished that record and we were right out on the road uh playing clubs again and then the record came out and then, bam, you know, we were we were out playing theaters. And then that summer, bam, we were out with Warrant playing, uh, you know, big sheds, 20,000 seaters. And every night it was sold out. I think we did like 60,000 people in uh, Chicago. Um, so it and it just just seems like it was just yesterday. And I, yeah, I feel like I blinked. And now here <laughs> I am sitting here talking to you, bro. Oh. I love it. That's that's the circle of life, and that's what it's all about, man. M music is the ultimate unifier, and here we are 30 years later, and that's what great songs do. And I think it comes down to that, Bill. Great songs last. Great bands forge on. There's luck involved, certainly, but uh, here we are, and I'm so so grateful for that because Firehouse has um, long been one of my favorite bands, and I want to take uh, our listeners on a little bit of a way back machine back to 1992, and I know um, Firehouse is going to be forever be a Jeopardy 
answer because of the American Music Award you guys won for a favorite hard uh, favorite new hard rock artist in 1992, uh, beating out two very little known bands called Nirvana and Alice in Chains. Firehouse did that, and the funny thing is, when when I bring that up or it gets brought up around my group of friends, I always say. That's right, and I'm still a bigger fan of Firehouse than those two bands. So to me, 28 years later, and the award is more than justified. Well, thank you. We <laughs> we didn't think we were going to win that night because, um, you know, Nirvana had, had exploded and just gotten huge. But I guess the ballots went out early enough so that they were people voted and, and voted for us. And um, when they called our name, uh, we we always joke and said that we, we felt like our chairs were spring-loaded and they just shot us <laughs> up to that stage to get that award. It was an unreal moment. Um, but, um, you know, and we're glad that we, we were able to win that. And, and, um, you know, it, it, the way that we always felt was that, um, Hey, that's a great thing to, to put on your mantle or whatever, but we, we got back to work and we, we got back on the road. We were out on the road, um, that summer with Tesla and uh, it was a tour that was supposed to last for three months. And the promoters had such great success with the tour that they invited everybody back twice. So it lasted for nine months. We were on the road with Tesla with a really successful tour with those guys. And um, you know, it was a great time for, for us and for rock and roll in general. I think the, all the bands that were out at the time were, were doing really well and, and were um, enjoying great crowds and great concerts and, and the gigs were, were incredible. Well, you know, it's funny because obviously love of a lifetime becomes this massive hit. And to this day, it's still a wedding song. It's still one that people, you know, look at it's, it's on, um, XM's hair nation, you know, kind of on a rotation once every, uh, at least once a day. Uh, but I've always been a fan. I always thought don't walk away is the best song on that album. I love that song. It's in the movie, the wrestler. If you've ever seen that amazing movie with Mickey Rourke, I love that song. Don't walk away, man. Still my favorite song on that album. Well, thank you so much. I really love playing that one every night when we, when we have time to play it. And, um, that's also my wife's favorite song too. So awesome. Um, I, I always loved that bluesy kind of feel and the message in the song. CJ wrote those lyrics and did a great job with that one. And uh, I just feel like, um, it really describes, um, kind of what, what it's like to be in a relationship and, uh, just <laughs> like begging that person, not to leave, but, uh, you know, sometimes that's the way it happens. It's uh, all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. It has a, a nice lesson learned for, for everyone there. Um, Bill, I tell you what, um, before we let you go, we like to kind of send everybody away with a fun little uh, segment. We like to call the final four drum roll, which is just four quick questions. You give us whatever comes to mind and we will send you along your merry way, my friend, if that works for you. Okay. Let's see how I do on these. Well, this this will be interesting. Um, so, what uh, show, what TV shows or shows have you got caught up on or are watched kind of during this uh, during the <laughs> pandemic time? Uh, well, the one that I'm watching right now that my wife and I are are going through is called Shit's Creek. Yeah, a great show. That's <laughs> hilarious. I love yeah, that. we love that. <laughs> we love that show. That's a great one. That's a good one. Um, I finally got through uh ozark this last season oh, of ozark that so that was a great and show. i mean i live like an hour and a half from the lake of the ozark so i feel like that, that with the popularity of that show everyone's always like is ario speedwagon really there well, what's is that is that how people really are it's like well no it's filmed in georgia and we don't it's 
<laughs> but you know, still, still Marty, a great summer location. Marty is a heck of a character. I love. Oh yeah. gosh, he's uh, Jason Bateman, amazing. Okay, so second question: What was the last concert that you uh, attended as a fan? Well, you mentioned Oreo Speedwagon. That would be that would be the one. I, wow. I, um, we opened up for those guys in Puerto Rico, and um, after we were done. I came out and watched their whole show and it was just, just awesome because I remember when I first started playing guitar, their live album with 157 Riverside Avenue and flying Turkey trot. Um, I was learning how to play guitar and I was learning those songs. And it was that moment where I was watching them on stage and going, wow, I can't believe that I'm here. Uh, and I've seen them before, but it was it just really hit me really hard emotionally there. And then their guitar player, Dave Amato, who I've known for years, he comes down, he say, hey, man, how you doing? Good to see you. What's going on? You guys sounded great. You know, so that it was Aria Speedwagon. That's the long uh, answer. That that's awesome. Mine is Aerosmith in Vegas. I was actually oh. on my way to see Kiss in Tulsa, Oklahoma, March 12th. And they canceled the show like as I was on my way. So I. Uh, would would be able to say Kiss and David Lee Roth, except for it's not. But oh my gosh, REO still at the top of their game. Saw them uh, with Sticks uh, a couple two summers ago. Amazing. Still I love REO. Love those guys. Glad you guys got to. Well, I am, play with I am them. still a fan of music and so much that uh, my I bought tickets for my wife and I to fly out to Vegas um, in July to see the Scorpions and yes. it canceled canceled of course but uh, right i was uh i was uh had a i was booked up for that as well we had a show because we're we we were good friends with the queen's right guys and they were opening that yeah and we were going to cover that and and then that that was a, a harsh blow right there because i love the scorpions as well that we we, we might have met up we're, well i think they're, yeah. they're going to try it again in may so yeah maybe so we can make something happen <laughs> um, frost. what is uh question three the last the, the first album that you remember buying with your own money or or stealing i guess if if, if that's what happened Cosmos Factory uh, by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Awesome! Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that that's a great. I love. I love Creedence. Is just one of those bands that like they just I can they just never get old. Those songs they resonate for the now to the end of time. Yeah, you know it's it's American rock and roll. Great singer, great songs, uh, cool sounding American rock and roll. It was it's a big part of my DNA. Ah, that's, that's uh tremendous. Okay. So this is hard because it's been six years in the making for you. You talked about uh, kind of releasing songs from the new solo album divided we fall, but do you have a, a current favorite song on the album that you could say is unequivocally your favorite? Well, I don't really have a favorite, but I, I do have a couple that I, that I'm very fond of. Um, the, the heaviest one that I think is, um, the, gives the most power and, and best punchline in the chorus is called uh, you're a natural. So I would ah. say if, if people have time to listen to one song and make their determination of whether they'd like the album or not, just listen to that song. You're a natural. And um, I, I feel very, very happy with the way that one turned out. I love that one. love the whole album, Bill. I tell you what, it has just been a true, true honor. My friend, We'll be, uh, yeah, mine, bro. Oh, Thanks. Clint. I pre appreciate your time so much. Yeah, you've been, you've done so much for us. And, you know, like I said, it's been too long. It's been a couple of years and I'm so glad we're able to do it. And we're just hoping that, uh, you know, we can catch firehouse out there on the road somewhere down the line, somewhere in the stratosphere. We're going to make this happen, man. We're going to get this thing back rolling. And firehouse is one of those bands that, 
you know what, if the, if there's a venue, if there's a place to go, you guys are going to be there on, on a weekend. It might be a casino. It might yeah. be a festival. It might be with Ron Keel in South Dakota. It's going to happen. We're going to yeah, be out man. there. <laughs> yeah. If, if the governors allow it, we're going to yes. play, um, you know, as long as the city council doesn't jump in and say, Oh, you know, you can't do it. But I, I think it's going to happen soon. I really believe that soon we're going to have some good news on this. And uh, my crystal ball is telling me this and it's, 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 pretty right most of the time so i really have this this feeling that we're going to be we're going to be kicking this virus's butt here and we're going to be able to get back to normal here real soon hey i'm on board with that bill thank you so much again stay safe stay healthy my friend we'll catch up again soon man thanks so much thanks clint take care brother there you go guys covered a lot of ground with our good friend bill leverty from firehouse there you can check out his solo album. It's called Divided We Fall on Leverty.com. Go check that out immediately. You can get uh, the songs for as little as a dollar a piece, but you can go in and grab the whole album for like $7.99, something like that. So go go grab that album on his website. He gets all the profits from that. Don't go search it out on a third party. The album's right there, uh, Leverty.com. And we also heard that Firehouse still planning on playing that show September 26th in Wyoming. We definitely hope... That goes off without a hitch. I'll definitely be following up with him and seeing how that goes for sure. So for those of you that are a little bit downtrodden about this summer, no concerts, no live music, I know it's been a bummer, but I hope that uh, the interviews that we've been bringing you on this podcast at least provide a little bit of a distraction. It's been a true honor. It always is. And we do it for these guests to talk to these people, to hear their stories, to talk about their projects, to talk about their music. And we're going to continue to do that on into the fall months here as we inch towards September. Guys, thank you so much. Once again, please hit that subscribe button, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. Again, the website, musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where you can get all the info. All of our shows are archived there, guys. So we always appreciate you heading to that website. Social medias, just search Music Mania Podcast and we will be there for you as we always are right here on the Music Mania Podcast.